Scudder, my brother, was handed. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick, or we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy, it's session. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is November the 12th, uh, 2021. Um, Carlos couldn't be here with us today, but me and Javar got y'all. We're going to hold it down. Part two, that week 10 episode. Um, the best fantasy podcast out here. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. If you haven't checked out the YouTube, make sure you check us out on YouTube. We answer and starts and sits during the episodes. Um, how you been, Javar? What's going on, good brother? Hanging in there, man. It's a Friday. Spoke with my mentor today. He said, man, you got to get things rolling. You can no longer work five days a week. You need to work six days a week. <laughs> what? What? What kind of mentor is that? Hey, he said, I need to get in the lab and do research six days a week. So I'm going to up that up a little bit. Well, a lot of bit. <laughs> How you feel about uh, Thursday night football, though? Uh, it was a pretty atrocious game out there. Lamar Jackson, uh, he put up a little dud. That touchdown to Mark Andrews helped save his day. Um, but Tua came out there in relief of Jacoby Brissett. So shout out to all the people that started Jacoby Brissett by accident. Um, I was, you know what I'm saying, one of those guys because that didn't expect Tua to come in off the bench and replace him. So, yeah, man. Um, but were you affected by any of those uh, um, players last night? I remember you in the before the show. You was talking a little bit about Bateman. Um, how you feel about him going forward? What he had last night? Another eight targets. Eight targets cost six on flight. Eight yards, so he got you. I mean, eighty yards, so he got you like, like eighty yards. So he got got you like almost mm. what twelve points or something like that. So and this is fourth game plan. And he's been getting a, a good solid amount of Lamar targets ever since he stepped on the field mm-hmm. from the injury. So in dynasty wise, I'm loving this, bro. He's looking like he's gonna be a clear cut producer, you know. And Lamar is targeting mm-hmm. him. And and so yeah, I'm liking baby for for real. It looking like they um people what's that like the second game now? Lamar just been bottled up back there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, without without a real running game out there, they're pretty much they was they was on Lamar Jackson ass last night. I don't know if it was because it was Thursday night or what it was, but um, you know, but it was, they wanted all the smoke. They put they put a lot of people they put a lot of people behind um last night. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people had a lot of Ravens out there. The only person that really uh, sustained you a good day of a Ravens um the only person that really sustained you a good day is really a, what's your boy name? Let's go, Mark Andrews. Jalen Waddle performed good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Gaskins didn't kill you. Uh, that's about it. Right. That's about it, bro. Um, let's see. We got a little question before we get started. What's up? You're oh, not a question. It's just Carlos. You <laughs> kill me every time. Oh, Mike Jasicki. Mike Jasicki. And he dropped a lot of. At one point, he had like eight had targets a, a, and he zero catches. Donut, bro. Yeah. Donut. That's crazy. Oh, man. And it wasn't even like he wasn't getting targeted. Tua came off the bench and threw, what, 350 yards or something like that? Mm, he did his thing, and that's right out there. Well, on the app, I kind of caught out Tua. Like, I think Tua, you know, a quality NFL player. You know, they try to re- put him out there with Burrow. Hurt him. Like, he ain't got the offense they got or the tools. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, he, you know, he put up yeah, decent yeah. numbers for what he got. So, and then Tua came off the bench and did that. So, I'm looking forward to uh to uh, he had like 158 yards, but uh, 13. What foot, did I say? 250, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah, he threw 13 passes, completed eight of them for 158 yards. That's not bad though, in the relief. Yep. Uh, let's get to some of the news out there. He's not those exactly. Um, Alvin Kamara is out Sunday. That's probably the biggest news. That is. Uh, hopefully you can if you could or probably i don't even know mark andrew mark ingram probably been off the way wire now 
Yeah. But man, shout out to everybody that has Mark Ingram. I'm pretty sure he'll have a good game. Uh, Damian Harris and Ramadre Stevenson are both questionable. Um, Trevor Simeon will still get the start for the Saints. Uh, Tannehill is dealing with an illness. He is expected to play, but he is on the injury res- uh, reserve list, so that's uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, Logan Thomas won't play, so that's another uh, Ricky Seals Jones um, week. Let's see. It's a game time decision for Chris Godwin. AB and Gronk will be out. Nah, I, I, I think AB out or her AB out. Gronk is out too. That's what I said. It's a game time. I just said that. Oh, I thought you said it's game, said game time decision for Godwin. For oh, Godwin. Okay. Uh, Nick Chubb is also out. Let's uh, see. Chris Carson is out. Debo Samuel is expected to play. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy out there. So, hey. you know, um, if you haven't, if you don't hear the game that you're looking for on this episode, make sure you go back to the last episode and um, make sure you make all the proper pivots. Also, if you uh, put in comments on Twitter, we can't see them unless you come to YouTube and subscribe over there. Shout out to James Martin, man. Make sure you subscribe and like the podcast. What's going on with you, Brody? Uh, would y'all start Drake, Ingram, Crowder, or Myers? I don't know. Um, Ingram. I think, I think Drake getting a little uses, but I just still don't trust him yet. I like I like Drake. Yeah, like three. He has three. He has three solid games in a row. Like know, you know, one um, but the other two that was saved by a touchdown. Well, one game he had fourteen carries. Then the last game he had eight targets, caught six of those for seventy. So Ingram, if if Mer, I mean if you might Ingram. Cause, I like uh, Ingram though. That's, right, that's he's the out. What, yeah, yeah he's gonna get all the uses. You know they're gonna run the football. They don't even have a starting quarterback. So yeah, Ingram. For Carlos sure. says Ingram. I forgot too. he was out. I forgot uh, Kamara was out that quick. I just said that. I know. You talked about me before the episode, which you didn't be doing. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, if y'all have any more questions, man, we'll give an eight second moment of silence out there to all the black kings and queens. And we bet, and we bet. All right, man, let's get into what the people are here for. What's the first game we got? Jags versus the Colts? Yes, sir. All right, Jags versus the Colts, man. So for the starts for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, He is expected to play on Sunday after experiencing that ankle injury in week nine. Um, He is the quarterback 23 on the year. has now scored three games with 15 or less fantasy points on the year. He now gets the Colts, who are averaging the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position on the season. And over the last four weeks, they have allowed the second most fantasy uh, football points to the quarterback position. The touchdown department is where they struggle at. Um, That's the Jaguars, that is. But the Colts are averaging – I mean, they are allowing the second most touchdowns to quarterbacks over the last four games, uh, at least two a game. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, this could be a great breakout week for your boy Trevor Lawrence. Um, James Robinson is expected to be back, so he's healthy. You got to put him in your lineup. Uh, Dan Arnold, since week six, if you don't include his bye week, um, he is six among tight ends and targets with 18 and three weeks and um, through the three weeks and fifth in receptions with 14. Um, he hasn't reached the end zone this year, so he don't have that touchdown deodorant. That'll always be his pitfall. But he has led the team the last two weeks in targets, yards, and catches. The Colts are allowing the third most fantasy points to the tight end position over the last four weeks. I like Dan Arnold this week. Um, some fringe players I got for the Jags, uh, Jamal Agnew, after that 12-target week eight performance, he followed that up with a five-target week perform- five-target performance against the Bills. We really expected that because it's the Bills. Uh, but this week he get matched up against Kenny Moore. He's allowing a 77% catch rate. Uh, and he's graded a 59 by PFF. It's just you never know um, what the targets are going to go out there in Jacksonville. Um, I just I don't know if if I have something else, you know, what I'm saying last week, you know, coming off the 12 targets, it was like, oh, man, you have to start them. But now it's like, I don't know. Uh, Marvin yeah. Jones. Oh, go ahead. How do you feel about him? I know that's All, um, French flex plays. You know, damn near desperate plays <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Jones uh, got him also as on the fringe, suffered 
from the low scoring Bills game also, and he gets Xavier Rose in coverage. And he hasn't been as dominant as the Xavier Rose that we remember, but he and he's given up a 70% catch rate. Um, I can see Marvin Jones getting in, um, into the end zone. Uh, the Colts are allowing 200 yards a game to the wide receiver position over the last four weeks. I got LaVisca Chenault as a sit. He um, he just hasn't been what we expected him to be this year. Uh, he hasn't reached, reached the end zone all year, and he hasn't gone over 55 yards. Um, he has gone over 55 yards just one time this year. Um, he does have 18 targets in the last three weeks, but 10 of those came from one game where he failed to even reach 10 fantasy points. So I just don't even think he has any any fantasy value right now. And that sucks because everybody thought he was going to be the sugar honey iced tea. You know what I mean? I could, I could have Mike Williams instead of LaVisca Chanel. Damn. On the other side of the ball, we got the Colts. Um, of course, we're going to go ahead and start Carson Wentz. He hasn't thrown – he has now thrown 10 touchdowns since week six. That's crazy. Uh, last week, he threw the ball 30 times for 272 yards, and he had another three-touchdown performance. He's He has only thrown three interceptions all year. He's at, quietly having a great year. He probably should be like comeback player of the year type shit. Uh, the Jags are allowing the ninth most fancy points to the quarterback position um, on the year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is saving teams and carrying teams to the championship week by week. Right there. Uh, over uh, over 100 all-purpose yards in each game since week four, and he has nine touchdowns during that span. So he's just Derrick Henry. Remember that? Jonathan Taylor not scoring touchdowns. I remember all that crying. Bananas right now. Facts. I can't I believe I traded him. I wow. appreciate him. Uh, Michael Pittman, um, that second year breakout has officially happened for Pittman. He is now the number nine ranked wide receiver in half point PPR leagues. He leads the team in yards, targets, and touchdowns. He's also tied for 10th in the league with 19 red zone targets. Um, so, of course, you're going to start him. He's every week starter now. Um, some fringe players I got. Um, Naheem Hines, he got his first 100-yard game last week, 10 touches, 108 yards, 74 of those yards coming on six carries, uh, and he was able to find the end zone. So, of course, he put up a big game. But, of course, his ceiling is always capped now with JT just being so dominant. Um, Jacksonville is allowing around four catches a game out of the backfield. Uh, JT is seeing around three targets a game. So he's eating into Hines' production in the passing game also. But – it's a good it's a good chance that this game could get out of hand, even though we did see the Jaguars come out there and put some on the Buffalo Bills. Um, so you don't know what Jaguars you're gonna get. But um, you know, with the running back landscape being how it is, I don't I don't I don't feel I don't feel like you um I don't feel bad about starting Naheem Hines. Hell, I'm starting him this week. Right, um, yeah, no, no, yeah. French French flex play. Another French flex play I got of uh, Zach Pascal now has 21 targets in the last three weeks. I know it's gross because Zach Pascal, but 21 targets is 21 targets. He caught 12 of them um, for 115 yards combined. He hasn't getting he hasn't reached the end zone since week two, uh, but with the Jags allowing 195 yards per game, he does offer some PPR value in uh, deeper um, in deeper dynasty leagues, pretty much. Um, and he has five fewer red zone targets than Pittman this year. So I do like Pascal if you're in a pinch. Um, sits uh, T.Y. Hilton um, and Colts tight ends. I know how we feel about Moali Cox, but it's over for that. Uh, what, what, up, up, what, Justin? Up, what up, Justin? Uh, what do you say? What was the question? God damn, boy. Jamal just want to touch shit. He ain't never touched shit before. You get it. Wait till Carlos not be here. Start touching shit. Uh, Dearness Johnson or Josh Jacobs in full PPR leagues? I probably still go Josh I, Jacobs, bro. You got to start your studs. I guess another thing, Deontay Johnson. Uh, Who's Deontay Johnson? Oh, is it Deontay Johnson? I, I think oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm it's probably, the running back, though. I'm... I'm probably starting. She, I feel like it's the earnest man. If it's the earnest, I'm starting Josh Jacobs. But if it's the, he got Johnson, he had 22 carries last time against Denver. He said the Browns were in the back, so yeah, I'm, I'm still going against. I'm still going Josh Jacobs. You start your yeah. studs. Yeah, I agree, Josh Jacobs. 
Um, he also has Gore, Bowden, Scott, Ty Johnson, pick one. Uh, I don't like Gore. He hasn't really been getting the ball. Bowden, I like Bowden. You got to pay attention to the news, though. Um, Carlos actually said Dearness in that situation. Over right, Josh Jacobs. Dearness had 22 carries, and Josh Jacobs getting around 17 carries, nine carries. I'm still going Josh Jacobs. Um, but with this Gore, Bowden, Scott, Ty Johnson, um, I do like Bowden if the other two running backs are out, obviously. Um, Bowden and Scott. Ty Johnson for me. And then yeah. Bowden and Ty Bowden, Johnson. Johnson and with uh, Dearness Johnson, uh, he was hot last week. They're going to run the football. Uh, I, uh, I just feel more comfortable with him. But. You feel more comfortable with Dearness Johnson. You know, it's been a change of You've coaching. Seen one game. And You've seen one game. No, it's and been the, the last two games. Uh, no, I'm talking about and, – and Josh Jacobs has it. what do you mean? Uh, what you're trying to say. Uh, right he, was, he got injured the other game, and then last game he only got 16 carries, where Dearness got 22 carries when he took over. When Hunt and – They're playing the Patriots. Out. Yeah, so you know they're going to run the football. Both of them play the same way. They ain't gonna stop running the football. They played Denver last the Patriots, time. I think the the Patriots are more right, likely like to stop Deonis Johnson. We've Josh seen Jake. a Deonis Johnson bad game, and I, I Josh Jake, like and the, drop the hold on Deonis Johnson. What his bad game is gonna be? What his like, floor is? It, I mean, what his floor is gonna be? It is way lower than what um, Josh Jacobs' floor could ever be. I put it like this: Josh Jacobs is the safer. But, uh, you, know, you drafted Josh Jacobs for a reason. Athlete. You play Josh Jacobs. All right. You said what you said. Josh Jacobs has a, a better floor, but Deionis Johnson has a higher ceiling. So that's yeah. that's that's where you got to go with that, bro. If you just and need Josh Jacobs is points. playing the, the, the Chiefs. Okay. That, uh, that's crazy. Hey, right, go. We got a couple more questions. Um, are you? Elijah Moore, Van Jefferson, part two, only have – oh, start two. <laughs> I have four starters on by one out. All right, let me see. I will start two. Well, I don't know what the Van Jefferson situation is, so it's hard for me to go to him. I'm, I do yeah. like Ayuk. I'm going to talk about him a little later on the episode, but I do like Ayuk. And, I mean, Elijah Moore, breakout, like we mentioned on the last episode, has been with Corey Davis being out, and Corey Davis is expected to play this week. But, hell, OBJ is there now, and, and it's a Monday night game, and he's he got projected points now, so I, I feel like he could be playing. I like Ayuk and uh, Elijah Moore. I like Ayuk and Moore, yeah. Uh, Moore got a higher split. Moore is more volatile, but, he, he, like you said, you have four starters on by and one out. So you need you need people with higher ceiling. And I feel like Ayuk and Elijah Moore will give you a more higher ceiling where, you know, Van Jefferson is good seven. Uh, and they're saying OBJ it might play on Monday. Yeah, like I was saying. He got projected points on Sleeper right now. So you got the projected points. You're probably going to be playing. Rest in peace to Van Jefferson, bro. That sucks for him, man. He was just starting to come along. Um, but I think, I think, like we was mentioning in the last episode, I think, it might the order of the pecking order in that offense now goes, you know what I'm saying? Of course, once OBJ gets acclimated, Cooper, OBJ, Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods is now about to become Van Jefferson. I don't know. We're gonna see. I think we it's gonna, gonna just be spread it out. They that got that shit is crazy. And if they do not win this year, like why did you do all that? Do they even have draft picks anymore? Like they really playing Madden right now. That's crazy. Yeah, you gotta do. All right. What's the next game we got? We got the Vikings at the two and a half point favorite Chargers with an over under of 53 and a half points. They expect this to be a big game. Um, Kirk Cousins, how do you feel about Kirk Cousins against those Chargers this week? The Chargers, I think they're giving up a lot on the run game. Uh, well, you know, Dalvin Cook is still expected to be started. You know what I'm saying? We ain't no gossip website or nothing like that, so we ain't going to get on to what your boy. I don't know what we that ain't that you know what I mean? Well, that shit crazy on, for your boy. I don't know what the hell I said. And then I said. Uh, I, I was oh, like, I just need more man. information. I'm just waiting to sit for more information. But front, that is <laughs> wow, my boy. But uh, on, on the Kirk Cousins, man, uh, he's going to have back-to-back now in games, throwing less than 200 yards. 
and was uh, saved his output last week with a rushing TD. So, you know, the Chargers are allowing the second fewest points to quarterbacks. He's a sitting one quarterback with leagues and a fringe starter in quarterback two leagues. Uh, like we said, Dalvin Cook has been in the headlines, but the NFL has yet to act on it. If Cook plays his for sure shot starter, he's had 328 rushing yards in the last three games. Um, if he does not play Madison, it's a for sure starter. The Chargers are allowing 11 most points in PPR uh, leagues, two running backs. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen have a tough matchup this weekend. The Chargers are allowing the third fewest points to wide receivers. But nevertheless, you start both your studs. Uh, Thielen has scored in every game this season but two, and Justin Jefferson has scored over 10 points in every game but one this season. So you know you're starting those guys. On to Tyler Conklin. He has been targeted seven times in the last two games in the each of the last two games and has passed Osborne as the third option on the team right now. Conklin is not going to give you numbers, you know, uh, big numbers, but he's going to give you a solid floor each week around 10 points or so. And the Chargers are allowing around 15 points to tight end each week. You start him, this could be his biggest week yet. On to the other side of the ball, we got Justin Herbert. Only Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson has scored over 18.6 points. Uh, against the Vikings defense, but Herbert bust out the shell last week against the Eagles defense that was only allowing the fourth uh, fewest points to quarterbacks before Herbert bust out like, last week. Nevertheless, you start Herbert, of course. Eckler is the number three running back on the year and seeing around seven targets per game. Must start every week. Keenan Allen um, is having around 10 targets per game is a, and is a must start each week. Uh, Mike Williams, it's time to worry about Mike. He's played poorly. Hey, boy. Start hey, just when you fucking want to get happy, boy. Just what? when you start to get happy. I mean, he still got a little chamber, but. They're looking crazy for that man out there. Some of those games, Herbert wasn't looking good himself. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm, I'm like, it's just Herbert things and Mike things, but we're going to find out. Um, He's. Uh, Mike Williams has seen less than six targets in four of the past six games and has gone over 60 yards once out of those six games. So that's wow. Williams has a great matchup this weekend to get back on track as the Vikings are allowing seven most points to wide receivers. Williams deserves a wide, wide receiver to start. But this may be his last time before we start bumping dude down, man. Mm -hmm. I think if he don't produce this week, uh, we have to start thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, Jared Cook, he he does not bring much upside. He's been targeting around six times per game, but only scored and went over 50 yards twice this year. Uh, The Vikings are allowing the fifth fewest points to tight ends. So you sitting him. That's pretty much I got on that game. Yep. I like it. Um, not mad at Waddle. Yeah, I'm not mad at Waddle either. Uh, Mr. Grapefruit, shout out to my homie. Um, every time I think that's Jesus too, but now that it's Matthew McConaughey, I'd be like, that's just me up all the time. But appreciate you for coming back, Brody. Uh, start two of the three wide receivers. So we got Deontay Johnson, Scary mm. Terry, or Amari Cooper. I know I'm um, starting. I like Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. For sure. Oh, that's good, for sure. Um, I like Amari Cooper against the Falcons. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, let me see. Let me make sure. We talked about the Washington episode last episode. I'm just so trying to look sure real quick. I know, I'm star- I know I'm starring Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I'm starring Deontay. Yeah, Deontay Johnson and Amari Cooper. Um, uh, uh, they play the uh, – the Bucks play the – well, they play the Bucks. Scary Terry play the Bucks. So, I like the – Anybody that's not playing the Bucks opportunity, even though he probably still gets the well, he still will get the targets, but I do not like Tyna Haneke against that book in their defense. That's him, bro. I gotta go Deontay Johnson and McLaurin, man. He McLaurin is a target hard. He's gonna get all the targets. If he give you seven points, you just live with it. And he gonna he gonna get 13 targets or more. Whereas Cooper has been so volatile this year from getting three targets to 13 targets. So we don't. I mean, it's gonna be a pass happy game, high scoring game. The, but that I think the Falcons just, versus you know, the the, the Cowboys is gonna be a, a pass happy game too. No, 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 no. We that, already know how to, about Mark Cooper and yeah. the Falcons gonna be a pass happy game. Uh, why you want that? 
Yeah, that's that's why I got it, bro. Deontay Johnson. That's what I said. And Amari Cooper. That's what I said. Why you say you disagree? Well, I thought you said Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, and then Terry McLaurin. My bad. So what? Does, what's the two you starting? I'm starting Deontay Johnson, Johnson and, and Cooper. I'm starting. Yeah, so you got So you, you just said that it's going to be a lot of passes, but you don't want that game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of passes, but I don't know if I, what Cooper get five, eight. Still going to be a decent game, but I just feel like McLaurin got a safe floor, but a higher ceiling. I like Amari Cooper and Deontay Johnson. Uh, my favorite basketball team is Big Dub, Dub Nation. Go Steph Curry. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, growing up, I've been more of just like, like to watch people play. But now we got a superstar in the A. Hawks for me, you feel me? Trey Young all day, Trey the gang. I know we're going through a right hey. path, but... Hey, Carlos, that's the same shit I was thinking. Tell me you have Terry McLaurin on your team without telling me you have Terry McLaurin because that was the most non-objective fucking pick ever. Like, what are you talking about? You just told me that the Buccaneers, who don't let anybody run the ball on them, are... Right, but they, 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 oh, they've been out corners all year. Everybody's been passing on them, so... Man, I'm always going Dak. In the better offense, one I don't know when we stop not going to the better offense, but hey, that's that's what you said. But Terry, he got him starting somewhere. Man. It's really crazy. They about to have Gallup back. They got a whole. Hey, hey, they got a whole starting five. Shit up, boy. I'm just saying they got a whole starting five. Gallup seen like eight targets in week one. Then he went out and Cooper went. And crazy. what did what did what did Cooper do? I said he went out and Cooper went crazy, but. All right, really, what are we talking about, man? They like played us. They, now, now all of a sudden, the Falcons don't got a cupcake defense, and we want to start people that don't yeah, play the Falcons. Let me say that. I did, did, did. Um, on to the next game. Is it next game? Will we done with that game? Yep, yep. All right, on to the next yeah, game. One we what, one more what? One more question. Uh, shout out to Psycho Scout, uh, Debo or Deontay Johnson. Ow, you can't start both of those guys, right? What's going on here? She uh, Carlos also says uh the Cowboys Falcons had the highest projected points total this week. Yeah, cool story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't start Terry over Mark Google, bro. Uh Debo or Deontay Johnson, though. That I don't know. You can't start both. Why can you tell me why you can't start both? But if I had to choose, um Debo probably will see a lot of your boy Jalen Ramsey this week. So that's kind of why I like Ayuk. Um, probably Deontay Johnson, bro. I probably, I think, I, don't, I think they're both. I don't think you'll be like hurt either way it goes. Honestly, I think Deontay Johnson, Claypool, not yeah. playing, bro. He gonna get them targets. Yeah, I know Deontay Johnson, but if you if you go Debo, I wouldn't be mad. I would try. I would still try to put both of them in there. You start your studs. Yeah, you won't um, be mad, but he gonna be mad. <laughs> not saying Debo gonna put up a dub, but you see what they just did with the defense, Von Miller. It's not like, but yeah, but I, I still like both of them. Um, and you know, they're gonna be in big band face all day. Uh, we got Carolina at the Arizona, um, and what's their name? The Arizona Cardinals, yeah, uh, with a 10 point, 10 point favorite at Cardinals. But I think the line has changed because I think we have what's your boy, PJ Walker, uh, expected to play. And oh, and Walker starting. So let me look at the new updated line so we can see what Vegas is expecting. Uh, uh, it's there. Well, now it's 10 point. Well, yeah, 10 point underdogs. The Cardinals still 10 point underdogs. I read that wrong. Um, PJ Walker, um, he's expected to start. We're going to sit him, though. Um, of course, you're going to start CMC and, and uh-huh. DJ Moore. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he's also a start. It was bad enough when he was averaging double-digit targets and not producing any relevant weeks. Now that he's seen one target, one and three targets over the last two weeks for two total yards, that's the, probably the grossest shit I ever heard. Uh, it makes him impossible to even start him. You can actually drop him if you want to, bro. Um, on the other side of the ball, of course, we're obviously going to start Kyler Murray. Thank right. God that he's back. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, of course, if he's back, we're going to play him. Um, James Conner, man, he went bananas last week. I got him just off like on the back end of some trade shit. It was crazy. Um, With Edmonds out the next few weeks with that high ankle sprain, James Conner will be operating as that lead back back there. So I like James Conner going forward. 
Yeah, I like him this week, too. He put up 173 scrimmage yards and scored three three touchdowns and 26 opportunities. So mm-hmm. you start him uh, each week when you got him on the team in this offense. Um, Christian Kirk and A.J. Green. Kirk becomes more of a fringe start, of course, if Hopkins plays. But uh, Carlos is still fine with playing him. I'm still fine with playing him. How about you, Javon? Uh, Kurt, yeah, yeah, yeah. He last week he seen six targets for 91 yards. That's uh, Hawking, and that was with McCoy playing. So, uh, I really don't mind him, uh, as a French play in the flex spot, uh, as well as uh, AJ Green as well. I don't mind him as a um, French flex start as well. Yeah, but I like anything in Texas offense. If Hopkins is not playing, I'm starting both of those guys. They're they're mm-hmm. they're solid um, flex stars. If Hopkins is not playing, yeah. If if Hopkins is playing though, with with it expected to be such a low scoring game, one of them gonna be guarded by uh, what's your boy that uh, got traded from? Yeah, yes, Stephon Gilmore. That's right. also a good point. So if if Hopkins is there, then it'll right. be Hopkins. Uh, but if he's not there, then it's gonna be probably locked down on AJ Green. So Christian Kirk, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. And it's a low-scoring game. And with P.J. Walker on the other right. side of the boss, I can see Christian McCaffrey getting a 200-plus yard. Like, oh, my God, I traded for him. Yes! Um, I can see Christian McCaffrey getting uh, a big game, and they're just trying to run and keep the ball away from the from Kyler Murray because that's pretty much all they're going to be able to do to win um, or to, to even keep that game close to give them an opportunity until Cam gets ready. Um, some fringe starts for the Cardinals. We got Zach Ertz since joining the team in week seven. Ertz is averaging 4.6 targets, 45 yards um, a game. Uh, likely majority of the tight ends, uh, uh, like majority of the tight ends, Ertz is touchdown dependent. Uh, the only double digit point he had was when he scored that touchdown in week seven. Um He's not seeing as many red zone targets as he's used to. Only two red zone targets and zero end zone targets since joining the team. Um, but he is pretty involved in the offense. Um, he's nothing more than just one of those tight end dependent uh, tight ends. If you're looking to stream one, the Panthers are allowing the 12 fewest points to the tight end position. So I wouldn't force him in your lineup if you didn't have to. I agree. Anything else? I agree. Uh, my boy, let's say Psycho said, I only have three wide receivers and I already put Hollywood in. Damn, and Hollywood probably let you down, my boy. Uh, but well, who the other one then? So was, who's the other option? Um, On to the next game. We got the Eagles at the two and a half point favorite at Broncos with an over under of 45 points. We got the Eagles starts. I got Jalen Hurts, man. Last week was he only threw the ball 17 times. Um, 11 of those, um, he completed 11 of those for only 162 yards and he had a touchdown. He contributed on the ground like he always does with that 62 yards rushing. Um, so he did finish as a QB one at the last week, not or, or the week before week eight, his first week, not finishes as, as a QB one at all. Um, but only getting into that QB 12 position. So he just snuck in, man. You just can't be a quarterback throwing the ball 17 times in the NFL. That's like ridiculous. Um, that's like worse than when people will hate it. Lamar Jackson, you know what I mean? Um, after if that, tell, if you're telling me your quarterback throwing the ball 17 times a game, I'm thinking they ain't running the wing too. Yeah, something like that. It should look like Georgia Tech out there. Uh, but of course, um, you know what I'm saying? That that ceiling is always gonna be capped, but he runs the ball so much and so efficiently. Um, he's only had one game with less than 40 yards rushing. Um but tw- he's only had two games with less than 40-yard rushing this year. So, I mean, there's no way you can sit him. He is the definition of a Konami code. So until they don't start him, we have to keep rolling him out there, man, even with his fucking – he could come out there and throw the ball 10 times. You know what I mean? And with Jordan Howard um, coming on, they all of a sudden want to run the ball now that Miles Sanders is out. But I did see news that Miles Sanders did, like, kind of practice this week. So I expect him to be back next week, hopefully. Uh, week nine, we saw Howard and that black visor of his, uh, that role expand. He rushed the ball 17 times for 71 yards, and he had a touchdown. Uh, since week five, the Broncos have allowed 111 um, yards per game with four touchdowns in that stretch. So I do like Jordan Howard this week. Uh, Dallas Goddard, I also have him as a start. Uh, start. Since week seven, he's compiled 18 targets, caught 12 of them for 185 yards. He just hasn't gotten into the end zone, uh, but he has had double-digit fantasy points in two out of those three weeks, unlike um, Zach Ertz that we mentioned in the game before. 
so I do like Dallas Goddard this week. Um, fringe players I got for the Eagles, Boston Scott in week nine. He was used uh, more of a spell back. You know, we expected him to be the leading back in week eight, and then they came out there and just totally whoop. I mean, no, he wasn't expected to be the week eight lead back. Then we expected him to be the week nine lead back then it is and then george jordan howard and that black bowser came out there and just took over the game so i just don't think you can start him but he did play over 40 percent of the snaps um he rushed the ball 10 times he didn't get any password and that just because that could be just because Jalen hurts is not going to throw the ball which is totally weird but whatever bro um over the last four weeks the broncos have allowed the seven most um receiving yards to the running back position so if boston scott does receive those targets that he's used to receiving well not this year but you know what i'm saying what boston scott is known for i could see him getting um a, a good game maybe cut, popping off a big catch uh we he he is locked into those 10 guaranteed touches. So if you just in the pinch, I don't feel bad. I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to start him, but if you're in the pinch, I know what that running back situation is looking like out there. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to roll with what you got. Smoke him if you got him. Um, Devonta Smith, uh, still the number one target out there in Philly. Um, but that doesn't mean much when your quarterback throws the ball 17 times. But he did have a, his best fantasy performance, five catches, 116 yards. He's called a touchdown. Hmm? Yeah, super efficient. See, that's how efficient you got to be when you don't don't get uh, throwing the ball seventeen times and completing what what did I what I say eleven of them or something crazy like that. Uh, he should see Darby and Mike um, Ford, who are allowing over a sixty percent catch both when targeted. Uh, but he has that boomer bust wrist baked into him with that quarterback play. So um, hopefully, you know, what I mean, he gets into the end zone. But I don't think I would start him if I didn't have to. French flex play for me. On the other side of the ball, we got Broncos, um, Melvin Gordon. I got him as start solidifying his place as that RB1 role in Denver um, against Dallas. 22 touches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. He's now had four touchdowns over the last three games. Uh, Philly is allowing around 85 yards on the ground and allowing the 11 most fantasy points to the running back position, so I like him. Uh, Javante Williams also showed us what fantasy owners expect him to be. You know what I'm saying? When he's, once he takes over 17 carries, um, on 111 yards rushing, he didn't find the end zone though, but he still was pretty solid. Uh, so I do like him. Um, yeah, I like him as a flex play. Uh, yeah, a flex play. I think he gives you a safe floor. Um, and if he gets into the end zone, that's always a bonus. Um, Noah Fant activated from the COVID list. He's expected to play on Sunday. Of course, you start him. Fringe players, man. I got pretty much all of the Broncos wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, ever since um, Jay Judy's been back, even though it is a small sample size, only two games, um, he's only put up four four targets performance in last week game and two target performance in week nine so four targets in week eight and then two targets in week nine and last week he only caught one ball you know what i'm saying that was a pretty much a stinker so like i said it's only been two games but the two games is when jerry judy has been back so it's like ah. uh the game plan had been to run the ball the last two weeks also they was trying to keep uh dak prescott off the field that's why uh, melvin gordon and javante williams did go off so that could also be it but that shit is crazy, bro. Two targets. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully he can get that bounce back. He got a good matchup this week. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Ooh, we, uh, how do how you feel about Courtland Sutton? Yeah, I think he's uh, uh, you, you're spot on with him. He's at, at the moment, he's a French flex play. If you got somebody with a better matchup and safer, I would play them over uh, Courtland Sutton, but you probably don't. So, He's at least mm-hmm. a flex play. Uh, I think Judy is a locked in flex play. Um, his first week, he got four targets, caught um, all of those 39 yards. And then his second week plan, he got eight targets, caught six of those for 69 yards. What a number. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think nice. you can count on uh, Judy to at least get you a solid flex floor. Tim Patrick is going to be boom busty sweet now. This is not your game. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, anyway, Javar just took my game over and told y'all anyway, so y'all just go off Javar, whatever Javar said. Um, <laughs> on to the next game. Who we got? We got the Seahawks at the three-and-a-half-point favorite Packers with an over-under of 50. Uh, Russell Wilson is expected to be back after, you know, breaking the middle finger. That's kind of crazy. Uh, hold on. 
I also putting in Mike Evans. He's popping off. Yeah, Mike Evans definitely got to go in your lineup, bro. Facts without um, AB there and possibly without Godwin there. Mike Evans. Nobody there is looking like Tyler Johnson. If Godwin is out, might be a good start too. Oh, well, how do you feel about that um, Seahawks game? Uh, the start is now Tyler Lockett should get a jump now that yeah. Russell Wilson is back. Right, Russell Wilson. Uh, He's averaged around 27 points per game through the first four starts before going out in the fifth game with an injury. So you know you're going to start that stud. Uh, Chris Carson averaged around 14 points per game through three starts and scored three touchdowns. He has been activated. Chris Carson, he has been activated. Off, yeah, he has been activated off IR, but um, he has yet to play the game or to be uh he's out. yeah mm-hmm. so collins um is battling a growing issue but it's still expected to start collins has averaged around 15 touches per game and 11 points per game since uh carson went out so you feel safe rolling him out there as a flex play but uh with russell wilson back Collins is worth a running back two spot as green bay are giving up 23 points per game to the running back group um, DK Metcalf has maintained his wide receiver one status without Russ, so he's a must start every week with Russ back. That it's a good sign and good music to all people who have Lockett shares. Man, Lockett would never be consistent from week to week, but with Russ back, he is always worth a start because he can all uh, he can just pop up and win you a week, even with Green Bay allowing the ninth fewest points to wide receivers. You still start locking in the flex unless you have a better player with a better matchup. So uh, that's what I got over there on the other side of the ball. And Rodgers back, mama, there go that man. Rodgers is uh, is quarterback number eleven on the year after sitting out one game and scoring under two points in another game. Start that stud, uh, Aaron Jones, man. This is she. Since uh, Aaron Jones outburst game, scoring 38.5 Since Jabbar traded for him. Facts. Since his blow-up <laughs> he has averaged around 13 points per game through from week three to th- through week nine. Dillon is really eating into his touches. He's averaging around 11 touches per game during that span to Jones 17. Jones is now in every week running back two instead of uh, – one, but he still has some boom with him each week. The Seahawks are allowing the third most points to the running back group uh, this year. So Dylan is worth the flex play, and he should get at least around eight points for you. And you already know you're starting Aaron Jones. On to the wide receivers. Devontae Adams has been a monster this year when Rodgers is playing. Start your stud. Lazar has seen or has scored three straight touchdowns in three straight games, but has averaged less than three targets in that span. The Seahawks are allowing the 11 fields points to the wide receiver group. So Lazar is a French flex play. Cobb is always a desperate play. And that, that pretty much wraps up that game. You got you got anything uh, extra? Nope. I like it. Um, on to Sunday night. Uh, Sunday, I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night football. We got the two and a half point favorite Chiefs against the Raiders with an over under of 51 and a half points. It's a lot of points to be expected. Of course, we're going to start Mahomes last week. Um, as an obvious start, if he stinks it up, um, now for the fourth week, is it'll be pretty gross. I don't, we might have to start talking about. We're not even going to mention that because it's Patrick Mahomes, man. It's still Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Travis Kelsey, of course. Uh, Tyreek Hill, of mm-hmm. course, the usual suspect. Uh, Darrell Williams, uh, CEH is not expected to play. Uh, he did return to practice, so that is a good sign, but they say there's a scratch for him to play this week. Um, so let's see. I mean, I think I think if CEH is not playing, you – you can start him. Uh, Williams is averaging around 19 opportunities and 82 scrimmage yards with 13, averaging 13 points to have PPR leagues. That's solid back running two uh, production, and you expect to see the same thing this week against the Raiders. So I think he's a, a, a least worth the flex play, Darrell Williams mm. in leagues. And 
She, that's pretty much it for that side, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to do any much anything else with that side. Obviously, on the other side of the ball, we got obvious starters, Darrell Williams and Josh Jacobs. Um, um, they like Dearness over Josh Jacobs. I don't know why. Um, let me, I think, hold on. Go ahead, talk right quick, because I want to look up this stat. Oh, yeah, yeah so, uh, and then, so, you know, you obvious start is Waller, Josh Jacobs, then you moving on the car. He had a down game last week, but it's in a great opportunity to bounce back against the Chiefs as they're allowing the second most points to quarterback. Carr has scored 19 or more points in five of his eight games, and uh, he's third in big-time throws, 10th in the lowest turnover worth play, worthy play. So I think uh, he's a solid, solid start up against the Chiefs uh, as far as Kenya Drake. Um, you're definitely starting Jacobs, but Drake has I like been Drake on too. fire lately. What'd you say? I like Drake too. So yeah, I got um, it here. Over the last four weeks since week was this since week five, the Chiefs have allowed 101 yards on the ground um, per game, and or the average 101 yards on the ground per game. Um, they haven't given up a touchdown on the ground, so that's why they um, the, the fantasy point allowed is so low. But they have also averaged, I think this is probably going to be the most, was this the top five in targeted uh, running backs out of the backfield, and they've given up uh, on average seven catches a game with 54 yards to the running back. So I like both of them this week. I know y'all started the earnest, but I like I like Drake and, Drake and Josh or Drake and whatever homeboy name is. I mean, it's just like, Drake is eating into the backfield like a good bit before. Before then, Josh Jacobs was like dominating, and now he's not really dominating. Where you know Deionis Johnson, he's gonna dominate all the touches. So that's 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 and and that that uh ceiling that he has, he has a higher ceiling than Josh Jacobs to me. But yeah, I agree. Um, I don't, I don't see how y'all can say that. I don't. See, that's that's one. That's some crazy shit to say to me. That a backup has a higher ceiling than Josh Jacobs. I just don't see it, bro. I don't see it. You watched the game when when Chubb and Hunt was out. You you didn't see the guy that was I also have seen Josh Jacobs as a starter. He's not a starter for a reason. You didn't see that game. He's Um, not a starter for a reason. You you see Josh Jacobs losing touches each week to Drake. You see Josh Jacobs. No, he's not losing. I don't see him. Okay, I mean, no, I don't see that. I mean, but yeah, I, I'm fine with starting um, both Josh Jacobs running back two. Obviously, King Drake is a, a a decent flex play. This game has uh, shootout capabilities, so don't mind Drake in there. Hunter Refro, he's seen seven targets in six of his eight games so far, and is averaging around six point seven points in uh, PPR leagues with no longer rugs the team and Edwards man. Bro, he's he's let me down. He's even become a non-factor in some games. Yeah, it's crazy. So Renfro is one of the safest consistent players for Carr this year. He's been a good and dominant wide receiver three for people who have owned him this year. So he's a great flex play every week. And that's pretty yeah, much like, that game. Um trying to get rid of Zach Moss and Damian Harris for DJ Moore. Oh, I don't yeah. mind. That. That's not a bad trade. If you need a wide receiver, you must you must got a lot of running backs. If you can give up two, that's the only thing I would say. Because it's normally I, I would never have that many running backs to give it up. You guys still going for this? I I do. I think Johnson has a better upside, but Jacobs has a good floor. But I am going Johnson because they are a run heavy team, and I got Waller and um Clarkson. Who was Clarkson? I think he meant Carson. Chris Carson. Carson who? Chris Carson. Chris Carson right. is out. Right. So I, yeah, he's not so. playing. I, I saw if, Carson, so if Chris Carson, Carson not playing, so that means you can play both of them. Carson wins. I don't know. I don't know. But so if Chris Carson is not is not playing, that means you can play both of them. I, I don't know, man. We got to ask the people, man. For the people who out there that's listening, would you start right in the chat, man? Would you start put up a poll on Twitter, right out there. Ernest Johnson. Or oh, Clarkson is the kicker. Oh man, bro, we didn't. Uh, band kicker, oh man, bro. when we first started our pod, we, we had a hashtag. 
Every yeah. time we would tweet somebody at the end, we'd be like hashtag band kickers. So that's wild. <laughs> no wonder we lost. No wonder we lost. Even the oh. look, bro. Even like so, our fantasy leagues we don't play with kickers. We don't play with defenses. So when I do play in a league with a defensive kicker, bro, we really don't even draft them. We just usually pick one up. You know, what I'm saying? Mm, like yeah, I end up picking up. I, I forgot what defense I started with this year, but I ended up picking up the Cardinals, and they're like one of the best defense in the league. You know, I, I don't even know if I got a kicker. I, yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, right. I got like I think I, I just drafted Young Way Ho. I mean, not, not Young Way Ho. Young Way too because he played for the Falcons. That is your kicker for your team, my bro. Young What's going Way on, Ho? <laughs> Y'all think I should start Ayuk or Ingram in the flex with Kamara out? I like uh, Ingram in the flex with guaranteed uh, volume uh, mm-hmm. with, with Kamara being out, bro. Go ahead just and stay take, safe. Just take whatever you can from Ingram, bro. He, he should fall into the end zone. Um, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Deion uh-huh. Johnson, Javante Harris. Uh, well, yeah, you have. Yeah, you can trade two two running backs for that. Yeah, I would. I would definitely do that trade. Yeah, you need. I would definitely that. do that trade. You need I, that ASAP. I haven't did a lot of ten man leagues, but the ones, I mean, you need the cream of the crop in order to win. Right? It don't matter if you like the people in, in twelve man leagues that you you like. Oh, he good. Mm. He good in no ten man leagues. For so, sure. You, know, you need the cream. Yeah, of the man. We'll, we'll make sure we do that Johnson Jacobs um, poll on Twitter, man. Make sure you follow us. Same shit on Twitter. Fantasy in session. Um. Uh, no problem, Deacon, man. Shout oh, out to you, man. Thanks for coming back. Yes. For back. sure. That's it for Sunday Night Football? Yes, sir. On to Monday night. Are you ready for some football? A Monday night party. Yeah. Uh, the Rams, they're cheating. They're playing. Um, <laughs> they're playing Madden in real life. <laughs> Hey, well, the boys is I still, Hey, how much money do they have? Is because I don't understand like why the Falcons can't do shit like this. If they can do it, why right. can't we do it? I feel oh, like no. that's for every. Because we pay, we pay Matt Ryan and Julio all that money. That's why well, we trade Julio. But I'm saying they got it. They playing. They paying Aaron Donalds, Jalen Ramsey, now OBJ, Matt Stafford. Like, bro, we not even. We paying one person. You mean to tell me Matt? I don't understand why they, my they, team they, L.A. They're trying to put on the show out there in L.A. Oh, man. It's going to be even more worse if, yeah, if he, they lose, bro. Yeah, appreciate your follow. Gabe be going crazy with the TikToks. They got, you know, they, they fantasy football funny TikToks. Gabe be going for crazy. Sure. So look out for that, bro. Um, oh, the Ram starters. Oh, before we get – um, also, Julio Godwin and J-Rod playing. I think Julio's been downgraded to questionable – Godwin is last thing last time I heard was a game time decision and J Rob, I think they said he's for sure playing. Right. He's been limited in practice and the coach came out and said he's playing this week. J Rob is. So yeah. The other two though, I'm not sure. It's looking like Godwin might not play because it's still right. a game time decision and he didn't really get that much practice in this week. And Julio, you know what I'm saying? Of course, he never practices, so you never know if this is just his right. never practice thing or like Whatever. So if 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 you in a real pinch and some other people are ugly on your bench, Tyler Johnson will be a decent pickup and play up guy when it's not playing. The goat is throwing the ball cl- close to forty times a game. So the goat is Brady, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The, the Rams, of course, we're gonna go ahead and start Matt Stafford. Um, he had that shaky performance last week. Um, I was under the impression that I was looking at Matthew Stafford playing for the Lions out there. Um, he but he, he threw the ball 48 times, 294 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. The Titans defense have been pretty stout lately, um, especially after they dismantled Patrick Mahomes. So that either that could be an abnormality, um, or they could be like that, you know what I mean? Uh, because they did that against the Rams too. Um, but this week they get the 49ers um, who have been on on the back end of the fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position over the last four weeks, allowing the 12th most fantasy quarterback, uh, 12th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, San Francisco is only allowing only allowing, I mean, an average of 200 passing yards a game. Um, but I definitely expect Matthew Stafford to shoot right through that and expect that QB one train to keep on rolling. Uh, Daryl Henderson, um, I heard rumors that. 
Cam Akers might be back, but I think those are just rumors. If he comes oh, back, yeah, he's, 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 whatever, he come back, huh? He had that cutting, he don't hey, want whatever under that blue tent, bro. Is that shit has to be like juice? The, what they call that shit in Harry Potter, the, the sorcerer's stone or something. Because it's like, bro, they motherfuckers get hurt and they be like laid out. Then they get up, they walk their ass under that blue tent, the blue tent go down, the blue tent come back. Like up, they say you know these motherfuckers is ready to go. I be like, bro, what is under? It gotta be like the. You, you know the, how um, to be. What they use? What they call that? What's that? What's that movie? The fucking Chronicles of Narnia when he fucking open the closet and you know, they go to like another world and like some fucking magical butterflies. Like time doesn't exist. The hyperbolic time chamber or some shit. Like Vegeta and Goku when they went into the, the hyperbolic time chamber to learn how to turn Super Saiyan two. Mm-hmm. You ain't hip. You don't know about Goku and Vegeta? Man, I know about him, bro. I wish a little bit Dragon Ball Z, but what? I, I, I ain't have to watch it. But episode. you don't know what the hyper about the time chamber is. You ain't watch mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. No, anyway, man. Just... You know, that go like two episodes of being the same fight. Oh, my God. He just pulled the Super Saiyan 3000. He be sitting there. He be sitting three bro. episodes bro. later. Three episodes later, all they done did was move left. He be like, bro, I watched the whole episode. <laughs> But if you go charge up for like two episodes, but I'm about to come punch you in your face. But I can make this big ass ball come out my hand, pause, and you over here charging up. But I'm not about to let you get to your maximum level, hey, bro. No, bro. Hey, fucking Goku. Hey, how about hey. fucking no? Hey, you practice. I do watch some anime, paper? but hey, I do watch some anime, but hey, bro, that'd be the funniest though, bro. They just be you black, bro. I just I watch three it, episodes it, of them doing nothing. But talking about a move they just did. Oh my goodness, he just did. I'm telling you why they're things. doing it. Like you know what, fucking Naruto do that shit a lot. They tell you why they're gonna do it, man. For my fucking town, for my country, for my whole community. I wanted to do this. It's my ninja way. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. shut up and just fight. Anyway, bro, that's man. what I'm here for. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I came all the way right, over here to bad, fight, bro. bro. You trying to give me life lessons and shit? Like, bro, what's up? Goddamn came all the way from fire, bro. You know how far fire country is from goddamn water? And you over here talking about some goddamn for my country, but I don't give a fuck. Anyway, man, uh, Dale Henderson, bro, I just went all crazy. That's crazy. Look at Carlo. <laughs> uh, Dale Henderson last week had a bit of an off week, but it seemed like mm-hmm. the Titans put everybody on a bit of an off week. Um, Hendo had 14 touches, 58 yards, and didn't find the end zone. But he has had four touchdowns um, since week six. Uh, this week, he does get the 49ers, who have allowed the 18th fewest fantasy points to the running back position over the last four weeks, allowing 95 yards a game on average. Uh, that's plenty of space for Hendo to do some work, though, so I'm not scared off of Hendo, so I think you still roll him out there confidently. Cooper Cup, nothing to say there. He's the wide receiver one for a reason. Uh, Tyler Higby continues to be a consistent t- uh, tight end streamer. Um, he's getting the targets. Last week, he saw a season-high 10 targets, catching five of them for 51 yards. Uh, like I mentioned last week, he just doesn't find the end zone. He doesn't have that touchdown deodorant that we that we that we always talk about. Uh, he only has two touchdowns on the year and hasn't scored since week five. The 49ers have been efficient in stopping the tight ends over the last four games, allowing the seventh fewest fantasy points to the tight end position. Um, but I think you still roll him out there because volume is key in, in that tight end landscape. You're not gonna find too many tight ends getting the consistent amount of targets as him. Uh fringe starters, man, Robert Woods. He's been coming off of that uh, last couple of weeks. He's been pretty hot since week six. He hasn't had, he hasn't seen um, less than five targets in the game. He's also had two touchdowns in that four week span, but the arrival of OBJ, I mean, I, like I said before, I think it goes uh, Cooper, OBJ, Robert Woods at a certain point. Um, but this is this week, he should still be fine as we await uh, to see what OBJ, you know what I'm saying? What he looks like in the offense, see him get acclimated. Um, what I, what I also got to say over the last four weeks, the 49ers are allowing the 10th fewest fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So, if you could, I, I wouldn't try to force either OBJ, Van Jefferson, nobody that you didn't have to into the lineup. Um, uh, Emmanuel Mosey is expected to garner most of the coverage and is graded a 62 by PFF and is allowing a 54% catch rate. Um, so I do like, uh, I mean, uh, if you have to. 
I guess you could, but I, I wouldn't force him out there. And I got Sitz, Van Jefferson, of course, and OBJ because he just got to wait to, to see what he do. Uh, shout out to Lori joining us on the podcast. Right. Hey, so, mama. He said, hey, Woods is a mid-wide receiver, too. At this, at the moment, Woods is some mid. You feel me? <laughs> Woods is big mid. Ugh, smoking on that pack. Um, on the other hey. side of the ball, we got Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell has been impressive in his rookie showing. He's now 15th on the year with 469 yards ran on the ground. Last week was Mitchell's biggest receiving game on the year. Caught all five of his targets combining um, last week with 13 targets and 79 yards. Mitchell has had at least 100 yards in three of the three of the six games he's played this year. That's crazy. Uh, but I think anybody in that running back, uh, anybody in that backfield is going to have that many um, yards. You know what I'm saying? It's just pick and plug at this point. But he just seems to be the best one out there. Um, I don't know about what that means going forward as far as dynasty, but, you know, you just got to be on the lookout for that. But right now, this year, we are talking about Elijah Mitchell. He's a start for me. Of, um, of course, the Rams defense is the Rams defense, and they just got better with Von Jefferson. Um, I mean, what did I say, Von Jefferson? Von Miller. So just make sure you uh, tip your expectations on him this week. But I still like Elijah Mitchell. There's not many that you can find uh, without him. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, over the last two weeks, he's begun to look like that wide receiver. We expected him to be 15 targets in the last two weeks. Uh, previous, previously to that, he only had 16 on the whole year. Um, so he's almost matched the amount of targets he's had all year in the last two weeks. Um, so that's a great sign. Last week, uh, finding the end zone, I believe it's safe to start trusting him in your lineup again. He's expected to see Rochelle in coverage most of the day. He's allowed a 61% catch rate, especially with Debo being, you know, probably blanketed by James, uh, Jalen Ramsey for most of the game. If if not, uh, probably George Kittle would be uh, guarded by Jalen Ramsey. I feel like it's it's probably about that time for uh, Debo. If he don't do it this week, man, that shit going to be so fucking gross. But I think Debo is safe to play this week. Of course, he's going to play Debo. Uh, not Debo. I mean, Brendan Ayuk is safe to play this week. Of course, he's going to play Debo. Um, number wide receiver four on the league on the year. Um, but he will probably see Jalen Ramsey. That can never be a good thing. But he hasn't seen less than eight targets in any game he's played this year. That provides a safe enough floor for me to play him in any week. George Kittle came back and acted like nothing happened, caught six of his eight targets, 101 yards, and had a touchdown. Um, the 49ers fringe players I got, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's now thrown back-to-back 300-plus um, yard games. Uh, it's not looking like we'll be seeing Trey Lance anytime soon, so – uh, and redraft, uh, uh, might, it might be time to drop him if you just need somebody else on your team. I know a lot of us drafted uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo and then Trey Lance to try to, like, catch the Trey Lance magic in the bottle. But I don't see it happening unless they just start tanking and losing a lot of games. The Rams are middle of the pack, allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position over the last four weeks. Um Jimmy uh, is going to have to air the ball out in order to keep up with that high-powered Rams offense. Um, so with all his weapons back, all three of the um, big the big three for the 49ers, I think it's a safe floor. So if you have to play Jimmy, I think you can play him, especially in two QB leagues. One QB league, I won't force it. I might go try to look somewhere else. But, yeah, that's pretty much it about that game. Let me see what we got. A question before we get up out of here. Shout out to Javar, his cute baby. Um Mitchell Gibson, Mark Ingram, Javante start one. Oh, uh, I'll probably start in Mark Ingram, bro. To be honest with you, it'll probably go Mark. Yeah, Ingram, Ingram, Mitchell Gibson. So, Javante Mitchell, who Mitchell play? The 49ers, bro. I just, I, I mean, the Rams. I just the did a Rams, whole thing about it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Gibson. Who? What order do you want? I probably had Gibson. I said I would. I would go Ingram. I would go Ingram. We we like we said. Like we mentioned about Gibson, bro. He ain't been. Oh nothing yeah, that he, he, play, he played. Tampa Bay, yeah. So you're not. And he played Tampa right. Bay. I'm same. going Ingram Mitchell because I just believe that that Mitchell is going to run the ball. It's not like he's not going to run the ball because they just right. that's what and they do in San Francisco. And he looked good doing it, <laughs> but it's just against the Rams. He's not, I don't know if he's going to look as good. But so I'll go. Ingram, Mitchell, Gibson, Javante. In that order. I can dig it. Uh that was the last game, bro. We got up out of here. Um 
Shit. Do I play you anywhere this week? No, nah, I play Carlos everywhere. In a couple yeah, leagues, he Carlos rejected everywhere. to beat me. Like, bad. I'm going through it in those leagues. No, <laughs> hey, look no how, really. hey, look how sad your boy is. Gee, bro, hard out there, bro. Really, really ain't playing. Like Kyler Murray yeah, want to get hurt, he's, he's so it's hard. Beat me like, like bad, bro. Hey, Javardi the hood, bro. Everybody out there, make sure y'all get Javardi the hood. He was talking cash money shit beginning of the year. All his no, we still good. Bro. I'm just saying, people hurt. You and just, then I got bro, you look like you was about to cry. I got Burrow, Vincent on, good, on one team. Like that's a that's a lot of production to re- to replace Burrow and Mixon. Um. Let's see. Oh, we got a, a couple of things. Oh, baby. So we got um before we get up out of here, there was a poll. We put up a poll. Um, we're still pretty early in the poll, but it is 58% Dearness Johnson to 41% Josh Jacobs. Uh but, hey man, that's I don't know. I'm still thinking I'm going um Josh Jacobs. Uh we got a question on Twitter before we get out of here. Also, we got need two and people. PR Woods, Pittman, Lockett, Ayuk, or J Rob. If, Woods, um, Pittman. You start Pittman. You start Lockett Pittman. And Ayuk. I think I start Pittman and Pittman and Woods is probably uh, no Pittman and Lockett is what I meant to say. Pittman and Lockett is probably who I start in that matchup. And then he said Russell Wilson or Jalen Hurts. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, 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 probably Russell Wilson too. Yeah, because that's 17 times throwing shit, bro. That shit's just pretty gross, man. And I and I'm getting you know, Russell, it. Russell gonna lie to you. 20 points. And we got we got to respond to that on Twitter too. Just to What's make that? sure I get it. Uh, I, I'm responding to it now. All right, that's a bet. Uh, yeah. Uh, y'all got anything else before we get up out of here? I don't see any more questions that we answer everybody. Um, Got everybody straight. Appreciate everybody, everybody straight. Appreciate y'all for swinging through the session. Uh, pull up next week, same bad time. Well, we can't really say so. You know, y'all know what kind of operating system we on. Um, hopefully, good luck to everybody out there. Uh, hopefully, it's not a lot of injuries this week. Fantasy guys, please be kind to us. We already lost Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb this week. Come on now, don't do it. Don't come on, man. man. This shit is getting crazy out here. Like, damn, we're gonna be starting me and Javar in a minute. She, um, not me. I'm recovering from the killers, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jabbar out too, but the fancy guys took Jabbar. Oh man, that's hilarious. Oh man, we ain't got nothing else, man. We gonna go ahead and get up out of here. You got anything else? Let me find the outro. Peace. Right next up. Damn,